Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, y'all know it's always a good day when I got my boo, Taria, here from the What Else Is Going On podcast. We go, baby. Baby, she is here, and we talk about it all. We get into that Nene and Carlos interview and how it ties into a couple of things. That Bethany reality reckoning and the union and all that stuff. And the new season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. We connect it all. We connect the dots, and we talk about it all. Plus, we get into the Roni reboot, and we talk about OC. I know I've been neglecting OC a little bit, but I really am enjoying this season. Why am I embarrassed to say that? I'm not embarrassed. I'm enjoying this season. Okay, anyway, before you get into this episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics. Tell. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Hello, everyone. We are back with another Monday episode. You know, there's our reality TV heavy episode, specifically Bravo. You know, we run through the shows. We talk about the things and talk about some adjacent things if necessary. Okay, y'all, I've got one of my my absolute favorites who I get to see in like two months, maybe less. I don't know. I get We get to see each other once a year, at least once a year. It was twice last year, okay? Don't get it twisted. So we get to see each other and I'm just, we're both like counting down the minutes, okay? Y'all, I've got Saria Faison here with me of What Else Is Going On Podcast, okay? We go hi! Hi, Kendra. I can't wait to see you and we're going to make it twice a year. Me and Corey are coming. I've said it yes. before. We are coming to you. Yes. 100% we're coming to you. I will meet y'all somewhere, okay? We can we can do a uh uh Listen. A, a child, not Friendsgiving. I feel a ways about Friendsgiving, so I'm not gonna say that. But uh we go we go <laughs> wait. <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why. Okay, because you I think you're the first person I've heard say it. Please tell me. Okay. I, I talked about this recently because uh because of the Roni episode, actually. You know, the Friendsgiving. Yes, 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 you did. I, yes, yes, yes. You now you know me very well. You know that I'm a bit of a germaphobe. So you mm-hmm. know I I like to see 
you know, I have a th- I almost like sometimes with restaurants too. I'm like, okay, at least here, you know, they got to pass a test. They got to do certain things that it put my mind at ease a little bit if I yes. can't see the stuff. So I'm I'm hoping it's okay. But sometimes, for you know, I let me preface this by saying I don't do potlucks at work either. I, I me neither. I used to, but no, I didn't I need- eat their food. I ate what I brought, and I didn't care right. if nobody ate what I brought. But I'm gonna be. I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say because it might come. Um, there was different blends of people there, mm-hmm. and so our blends that we knew like real well, we ate what each other brought. But yeah. there was people that had their cats and their dogs and and, and things. Yeah, and I was see, like, that was my you know. thing because I know one girl in particular. She had a cat, like she had multiple cats, and she would always tell us about the cats when she was cooking and all this stuff. And I'm like, there's not a chance in hell I'm eating after. I'm sorry, like I'm I'm not doing it. I'm, I can't do it. And now, if the people, if they y'all bring the you know the sprinkle cookies from the store, or y'all bring the the stuff that in I got to do like this, you know I got to take the wrap off. Yep. If you got, if yep. I got to do that, okay, I'll eat it. But I I just don't like. I don't know. I'm see family is different because like you know, family, we have our things all the time. I know how my family cook and all that kind of stuff. And all of them are germaphobes like me. So it's a lot of hand washing going on like every 10 minutes and all this kind of, so it's a lot. But sometimes, you know, just cause we go to the club together, just because I love you and all that kind of stuff. Don't I mean I want to sit at your table. Hello. That's that's just it. So, you know. I, I, I have known people uh in, in various stages of my life and you go over to their home and you're like, I'm stuck. Meaning like I got to peel myself <laughs> off of your things that house food. I'm not, I'm not hungry. Mm-mm, stomach be like, no stomach be touching my back. I'm not hungry. Okay. You know, New York. I will say this. When I watch the women of Atlanta, I feel like I would go and eat at their house, their homes. I, yeah. I do. I really New York has always been bothersome to me. It was even hard for me. It used to be hard for me to, even eat while watching them mm-hmm. and Dorinda they have a, I would watch like when she had that Thanksgiving at uh the manor or wherever she lived was the Berkshires Bluestone yeah Bluestone and she licked her fingers and then was touching the food and then on girls trip when she put her hands in Phaedra's food what I said was she hasn't been around too many of us because we you know, a lot of people get comfortable fast, and you know that ain't never been my thing. I'm like, wait a minute, boo, we not. I don't let my family pick out my plate. So I'm. <laughs> yes, you've only my grandma. One time when I was younger, I went to get something off her plate, and she took her fork and put it right in my hand. No, yes. ma'am. She did <laughs> like, it just enough not? to be like, yeah. Okay. So I was like, Dorinda has been around. I don't even know if the upper crust do that, but so they would all just make me sick watching them. I, mm. I could never, and um. Um, I'm okay with the girlies. Like there are a lot of the housewives girlies that hire the chefs for everything, and the chefs yes. for some reason. Now that always, I'm okay with. Yes, we always see them washing their hands like on camera, so I'm yes. always like put at ease. So I'm okay. Even though we'll get into Roni a little bit uh, later on, but even though the food at size friends giving didn't look, I was disappointed. Pig. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was gonna be a little more, you know, soulful. Yeah, that's what I was, thought. It was a lot of cranberries. I was like, oh. It, it was not giving. I, for me personally, I'm hungry when I watch New York now. Like, let me tell you something. Those Child, crackers and the way, or the, Yeah, the way Aaron was starving them girls up in uh, the Hamptons. No, ma'am. 
are you crazy? Ma'am, <laughs> when we all went away, there was like, we had food everywhere just because you never know when somebody's hungry. Remember when we got, we going, me, you and Donnie going back to get them pizzas. Yes. And, and some wine. Ain't okay. Yes. We doing. Ooh, I told him yes. we need to do a full day at the winery because I'm, yes. you know, yes, yes, yes. We're, and me, you and Donnie are going to come back like we did. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. How have you been though? How's everything been going? I've been doing good. I, you know, trying to situate with the with the podcast and you know, yes. trying to work out different things and how you know how you want it to go. You know, when it's your we're artists, we're sensitive about our stuff. Mm-hmm. So not trying to just do things just to get the downloads and the the follows, but do things so people it's like from my heart, even if it's about reality TV. So just yes. you know, it's going through. It's almost it's about to be season two. You got to make yourself so want to keep doing it. That's the thing. Yes, mm-hmm. and the thing is, it's like I love to talk about all the things. So it's almost like getting back to what you love to do, which is mm-hmm. talking, even if it's you're trying to make it your job or your you know what have you to create other opportunities. So just doing that, I've been. I feel like I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. These children is about to go back to school in less than two weeks. One is going to California. The other Mm -hmm. one has transferred. I can make the announcement on your podcast as well. She will no longer be going to Georgia State. She will be going to Syracuse University in New York. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. I know that's right. So she is, it is. You know, I don't know if I've ever told you, but you know, I automatically, I'm a huge, like, uh, college basketball fan, like he, I, I always watch. I love college basketball and I love the NFL. Those are like my two things. And you know, I I love me some uh NBA too, but you know I have my teams. But like I yes, watch like yes, any yes. college basketball game. I always find myself. It's two teams. I always might find myself rooting for outside of um outside of Memphis because you know University of Memphis okay. always you know they had they hate yeah you got to go up for them yeah yeah so but I always I love Syracuse and I love Gonzaga that I just like love rooting for those two teams because I always feel like I they, they like they be different every year different like them they know how okay. to ball so like I'm I'm here for if you need me to put on like my own my best orange and put on a little, a little piece say, of face paint I'm coming hold on so Ooh. because I can get tickets I will get the okay. tickets for you and we can go to, even though it's up, we can take the train to Bricks and Hops. You can take me yes. to Bricks and Hops. Yeah. I'm I so serious. You I'm so serious. I, I, can, I love her. So but let me tell you something. I know. You know what? I I'm behind on them. And I'm so upset. I'm like three episodes behind and I, it's like life has been life. Okay. That, that's what I was. I, I literally <laughs> told somebody that life has been lifing. I feel like it's been the... I don't know how to it's it's summer has been a dichotomy because it's been it's been the best of times and the worst of times in certain ways. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah, been yeah. good. It's been. But Aikisha, I just have to say the Bell Collective, when she came into Latrice's event in that green dress, looking like she was yes. popping her gum and looking fine. And f- I said, didn't she have a high pony, too, with some of it? Yes, down? she did. Like, yes, yes, she did. And just her whole attitude. I was like. Girl, like girl, yes, 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 but yes, yes. Life is good. I'm excited. The only thing is, normally Georgia State goes back early, so there is a break mm. between her and Corey. Her and Corey move in the same week, so Big Corey oh, will be headed Lord. to California. I will be headed to New York to move her in. Okay, okay, by myself. <laughs> my mama's coming because you know that's my BFF. But yeah, she's listen. Coming. Hold on, and my Donnie. Daughter. Donnie, put that bonnet on and uh, meet Taria 
I don't know which yes. train you need to get on, but me, Taria, and y'all <laughs> yes. get it together, you know darling, okay? Tom, too, yes. goddammit. Kicks, I, Tom we too. calling everybody. The Hamlet, <laughs> I, damn it. I need the troops to rally, okay? Yes. Ooh. Listen. That's a lot, I'm gonna need y'all That's to, a lot. It, it's, I, I've been trying not to think about it, but, you know, I never thought that I had any type of anxiety or any anxious moments. I just felt like there were times that my stomach would get, feel a certain way, but... Lately, it's been moments that I'm like, okay, what is going on here? So I'm mm-hmm. trying not to think about just what that's going to entail. Like, you know why I love your family so you much? Talk- like, you don't take enough time to like stop and be like, damn, I did that. Like, you got a kid like going, <laughs> like your kids are all over that going to school, getting these degrees, and like, you, like I, you need to like take a moment sometime and be like god damn like we did this shit like we have really Thank like you, we are creating the next like round of like black wealth here you we about to make creating me cry. This. I'm telling no you need to take those moments and appreciate it because listen these parents out here could look it can't be me okay I told y'all before <laughs> it's not me I can't do it I can do a little uh what they call it uh the make a wish foundation or something like I can listen toys for tots but like I can't do the day-to-day I told y'all <laughs> I cannot do the day-to-day I can't imagine my life right now and then throwing a child in there I, I, the thought of it makes me shudder so like I have so much <laughs> respect for parents that I I don't know like round of applause okay round of applause thank you oh my, I I I I guess I do have to take a minute to step back and be like, look at these adults that we're raising. Like Sky yes. and we went to um, Virginia Beach with my parents. We've made that a vacation, like a yearly thing in the last couple of years with my parents and the kids. Mm-hmm. And we had such a good time. And they went to see Barbie, but they went kind of late. So I was like, I'm just going to chill in the room. So mm-hmm. Sky's been, you know, they're working. So she's been like, are you going to see Barbie? So I said, yes. So she scheduled a date for us last night. Her and oh. I went to see Barbie, got our lives. and just- Did you love it? Listen, oh my God, so good. We we said we was coming home, and um, Big Corey and Little Corey better watch out because we was on our. Yeah, Mama, I knew you were. Like, we was on our, you know. So, and we had. I, I really like those moments because I have been wanting to talk to her, and I know this may seem like a weird term, but her and my oldest daughter about being a woman, being mm-hmm. a woman in this world, even like watching housewives and how these women take ownership of their lives and their sexuality. Mm -hmm. And so I had a talk with her last night about, listen, I know, you know, whatever you get there, Bennett, what have you as a woman, when you are with a man, Mm -hmm. you always need to make sure that you are just not his Patrick starfish that you make sure (laughs) that you get your pleasure as well. And I'm like, Having this yes. real conversation with her, like mm-hmm. you're going to be, you know, it's come on, like we're adults. It's it's it is 2023. Mm-hmm. They are adults. One is 26. One is 19. My youngest is 19. And I'm like, you need to make sure that as a woman, you are satisfied and you have a voice and everything, not just the way your house runs, but in your sex life as well. Mm-hmm. You get one life and you need to make sure you speak up and use your voice in every area. And it was just natural. It wasn't awkward. It was just, just rolled right off of, you know, that, that movie. So mm-hmm. it was really nice just, just to be able to talk to her like that. And we just kept talking about the movie, but it was really, it was really fun, but I'm just learning how to manage like, these moments that come like you think about the cost of college like we're doing what we're doing what because you know everything happens mm-hmm. so fast going to college buying a house doing this everything happens so right. fast so it's just about 
what they say on on Atlanta last night. I'm living. I'm living love. I am living love. I'm living peace. <laughs> I'm calling peace. But other than that, it's been good. Um, I haven't even said this on my podcast, but watching Sheree and her going to a sound bath. I recently was in the emergency room like last week mm. for all day. I had the worst month. I was driving and had the absolute worst pain I've ever had in my life outside of oh. having a baby, which it almost felt like not even gonna Ooh. lie so i get there i'm i couldn't even fill out the paperwork the lady fills it out she's saying i think it's appendicitis blah 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 they finally see me no appendicitis they do all these tests then i have to get an ultrasound internal external and i have a mass and i have fibroids and a cyst and for oh. some reason i thought oh it has passed this black woman i don't know i'm only 46 but yeah, it, yeah. It, it like We've talked about this, about black women. And Kendrick, when they gave me the paper, signs to watch out for for fibroids, it listed mm -hmm. this, it listed that, it listed part of African-American community. Like the fact that that mm. was on there. Yeah. So I've been dealing with that, having an OBGYN say, knowing I was in the emergency room. Okay, well, we can see you November 1st. Excuse me? Learned. Yes. Yes. November 1st. I went up there. I said, okay. I'm still in like a little bit of pain here. Yeah. Well, we can see you September 19th. And I just want to shout out to Noor from the Reality Is Podcast. Hey, boo. I sent her. Hey, Noor. Hey, boo. I sent her a message. I was uh, messaging with her and Zell. We were supposed to record. And I sent her a message. Not even 15 minutes later, mm -hmm. I'm getting text messages from her. She had contacted her friends in Maryland for referrals where yes. to go, what to do, how to get, I mean, so no, I, I said, I just want to like hug you right now. Aww. Like she, I mean, it was within 15 minutes. So, and y'all, she lives in uh, North Jersey. I'm in Maryland. Yep. She was able to like, so shout out to Nora for that. So just dealing with that. And then watching Sheree say she wasn't going to have fibroid surgery removal because it would put her sex life on pause, but she didn't mind going to get them boobs fixed. Listen, I was like, I, I don't, I don't, and, and maybe I'm the looking at it from my perspective. The way people prioritize shit is wild That's, to me. I was like, I know what I'm feeling right now. Them titties could have been hard for a couple more weeks. After listen, <laughs> if the doctor said come tomorrow, so I am going to go see my primary care physician this week, but I'm like, are you serious? Maybe that's why she was crying. Maybe she wasn't crying because she was upset. Maybe she was in pain. I don't know. I get the whole sound bath and 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 being in peace. Sheree, I don't feel you on that. I, I said I'm gonna pick up the phone and call for her and ask her. For, for Martel. For Martel. Mm. For okay. Martel. Mm. How so, tragic. How dreadful. Oh. <laughs> A boyfriend with no boy or friend. How dreadful. How dreadful. Oh. Even though that's his friend girl. That's what he said on his show. But so, yeah, Same. but but again, the best of times, the worst of times, things have been good hanging out with the kids and Big Corey. So I appreciate you asking me. I didn't even mean for all that to come out. But you know what? I know <laughs> I'll I be knowing when you need to release. You just need to release sometime. I Y'all, she hadn't even told me this. So like I, I'm like <laughs> shocked right now, but I'm glad it, it's. <laughs> It's okay now. Like, are you getting yes? yes. Okay. I, so I'm I'm going to my primary care on Tuesday, and then okay. tomorrow I kept the appointment for September 19th. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know what it was? So I started going to them right before COVID. Mm -hmm. Seeing them twice. COVID happened, so we weren't going in COVID. And I'm not gonna lie, I put my health on the back burner and hadn't gotten back in there. Yeah. For about two years. So you know what they said we have to reestablish you as a new patient. That's why I have to wait. 
I'm telling you, I'm coming out of the emergency room. The emergency room that I went to, the hospital, they're under, they're all connected. Mm-hmm. It's right across the street. Right. And so it was like, so what I'm going to do is go see my primary care and then also reach out to uh, the referrals from, shout out to Nora's friend as well. She referred, so reach out. And I, I Nora was very clear. She was like, I'm talking to my, she reached out to brown and black women in the field. So mm-hmm. I just appreciate her. So yeah. So everything's good now, you know, just, you know, you deal with it, you roll with it. That's what we do. But it's just, you know, sometimes in my mind, I'm like, wow, like, is this real? You know, like this is really, and it's not like a mm-hmm. life or death thing, of course, but it's just still, when you always think of yourself as healthy, you know, you experienced mm-hmm. it. Yes. You know? Oh yes. So, yeah. But other than that, everything is, it's good. I'm just glad to see your face. I know we haven't recorded in a okay. What's crazy to me is doesn't it feel like it like time? I don't know what's happened, but like time is going by literally so fast. I feel like I just like saw y'all. It, it was it has not been like that's how a year. I that's feel. Wild. Let me tell you. Did you see somebody did a post and said January, and it was all these letters in January, February. It was all these letters in February. March, it was all these letters in March, <laughs> April, May, and then they said June, July, August was all pushed together. <laughs> right. How the year has gone. It's seriously because like it's been nothing but storms down here, like trying to take shelter, power outages. Yeah, how have uh, you been? Oh, this has been a, the worst summer, I think, ever. Like it I don't give me like don't get me wrong. I've been I literally have to leave Memphis to like enjoy the summer like you know i've done i did that cruise i've gone yes. to la i've gone to uh, atlanta like i've done like i've gotten out of you know me i ain't got no problem getting out of the city so i've gotten yes, out of yes, the city but yes. being here i've been like it's been storm after storm after storm we've been down like out of power for a week back up waiting for the wi-fi that to come back insane. up wi-fi down it's been it's been a summer it's been a summer i'm ready i'm ready for like sweatshirt season again i'm tired i was good I'm sick of it. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yes. Sweater weather. Sick of I'm sick of it all. So let me ask you a question. This may sound yeah. ignorant, but. Wait, let me ask you one first. Do you think, okay. Sheree, you know, Sheree might be listening to the podcast. So do you think she put a root on you? <laughs> and that's why you was experiencing that pain? I think she did something because I was mm-hmm. wearing her thin. <laughs> throughout this whole season, wearing her thin. They put a couple Interesting. <laughs> I said, no, you not. And then when I found out, of course, you know, that they could affect other things. I said, oh, no, ain't nobody. Uh-uh. No, yeah. they can't Time hang around here, honey. Because listen, mm-hmm. you, you got to get up out of here. You will not be affecting that area of my life. How about that? Yeah, baby. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> listen. So I think, see, I'm going to have to pick up, my, like I said earlier, pick up my phone and call Sheree. Like, I know her number. But I I'm going to show up at the Chateau. Sheree. Stage your house. Because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> roll past there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I think she did. I think she did. But does that mean I'm gonna get my titties done then soon too? If me and her are exp- just, are we, am I, am I following her in reverse? <laughs> <laughs> make sure you have Corey fill on me and that. Just make sure they okay. Just you know, because she said hers got real hard and she had to get to something taken out and all like that. Listen, but, you know she said. <laughs> what I want to know is who put a root on her face, doctor? Listen. Oh, because I don't know who that woman is. I don't know who that woman I don't, is. Harpo, who that woman? Okay. Sure. I looked at her 
And I just feel sad. And it's interesting on Watch What Happens Live when Andy said, I feel like you've had something done to your face. And she immediately touched her nose and said, no. Oh, their, their body language will tell it all. I'm it, telling y'all. Tell it all. So it's interesting to watch her call Drew a liar, which we know Drew has a strange relationship with the truth. But Drew, <laughs> Sheree, you also have, have a strange relationship. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. so speaking of Atlanta, which is not far from where you are, how many yes. hours is it? Uh, driving like five, maybe four and a half, five. Yeah. I was just so there how- with Kay and Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. Hey guys, hey y'all. So y'all had a little mini vacation. Yeah, just a little quick, you know, with the Papa Doll. I know, love it. Movie, uh, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun weekend. I know it had to be. Yes. I love it. There's something about me and Corey were looking at buying a house there before we bought this one, either Atlanta or I love Atlanta. I'm gonna and now she going. I'm gonna still York. gonna Ain't have to go. Shit. And now she going. Ain't that? I shit. just knew because the two places. That we thought we may want to live eventually. We had a kid on each each one, Atlanta mm-hmm. and California. But I'm gonna tell you, I said I'm gonna get me a little something in Atlanta. Get me a little Ricky Smiley morning show. I can fly out three days a week and be a host. I know that's right. Speaking it into the atmosphere, Ricky, do you hear me? Okay. Hey God, yeah. it's, it's hey God, it's Mary. It's what? Well, hey God, it's me, Margaret. So listen, <laughs> if Atlanta's not far from you, shout out to Kay and Aaron for y'all. Um, I love Atlanta. Yes. If Atlanta is um by driving, how many hours did you say? Like between four and a half and five, not like not not too bad at all. How far? I fly real chill, you know. <laughs> okay, so by flight, how far is it? About oh, an by hour. Flight, like maybe not even an hour. So yeah. Okay, because ours, you know what? That makes sense. Because by car, it's like ten hours from here, but by flight, Atlanta is an hour and some change. Yeah. So how far is Alabama from you? Oh, were you talking about <laughs> Montgomery or are you talking about some <laughs> Montgomery? <laughs> I actually don't know how far Montgomery. You know, we we frequent Birmingham. I love me some Birmingham. Okay, okay. this is so fat of me, and like I'm I'm tired of exposing myself as fat on this podcast, but it happens every week. Um, I know we go to Birmingham often because we need us a, a Papa Doe day every so mm. often. We we just love us a Papa Doe. Notice I said we went to Atlanta. The first thing we did was eat at Papa Doe too. So yeah. I just <laughs> yes. I'm I'm a Papa Doe boy. Okay, I just love me some stuff. That stuff crab. I'm telling y'all, you it'll change your life. It'll change your life. I'm telling y'all. Okay. Whoa, okay. Whoa. So mm. I'm gonna have to have my family try it. I don't thingy. eat seafood. Okay. I know, but. Okay, so I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> so, because I was just wondering how far you were from the riverfront, Listen. because I'm calling for an annual day where Negras unite on August 5th, wearing <laughs> white polos, black snapbacks, and Timberlands, yes. and meet in Montgomery <laughs> on the Harriet. You know what? That'll be after uh December. What is it? December twenty first when we get our superpowers. So yeah, that'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Explain something to me. Okay, this is gonna sound. I almost felt like my card was gonna get taken, so I didn't ask it on the internet. What What does December twenty first mean? Okay, so it was a couple of years ago. I forgot what like sparked it, but. Black people, we thought we were going to get our superpowers, like, unlocked on December 21st. So, like, everybody was, like, doing the memes, like, you know, saying how they were going to be. Okay, that's where that came from. Okay. I forgot. I, I got to look up the origin there, but I forgot what sparked it. But like the it, black people were showing their ass on the internet about December 21st. And when December 22nd came, none of us had power. Was a child. We was, 
We're so goddamn mad. It was shy. Back to your regularly scheduled. Well, let me exactly. tell you something. We we just need to call out the ancestors because did you see the video? And somebody said that they were on the Hotep side of Twitter. And so we had to verify that it was true, but it was. Do you know a couple hours before that brawl, uh, uh, black women, some were dressed in white. I have to send you the video. Some were dressed in white. Some were dressed in other colors, had flowers, went to the water where the brawl took place, was throwing flowers over and speaking to the ancestors, baby. Listen, the ancestors spoke back. I know that's right. Somebody <laughs> said, I'm glad they warmed it up because by the time that riverboat came through, they was cooking. Okay, and what what what's the name of the boat, Harriet? Harriet. <laughs> See that? They just the fact that they were talking to Tubman. I know that's right. Listen, I said the thing for me is though that the fact that a group of black women went to the same spot hours before mm-hmm. to like pay homage to the ancestors, throwing mm-hmm. flowers in the water. When I tell you, I was like, <gasps> I don't get FOMO much. I almost had FOMO. Yeah, I know. Look. Why I couldn't be there swinging? They was uh, they was calling on the power of uh, honoring Harriet and uh, Sojourner, but they didn't know. Listen. Jan- they didn't know the spirit of Django was going to get in them hands. <laughs> <and all. laughs> baby, Django came out. Okay, the spirit of T'Challa, baby. It was a, it was a lot Listen. going on in that, that damn riverfront. I said, my God, I've never seen the collective come together so quick. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that they felt like other people needed to see it. And he said, but I actually felt, I felt like black people needed to see it. And I think we needed a reminder. Yeah. Like sure. it was, it was, it was something to behold, but yeah, I, 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 I just wanted to know how far away. I think, I think that's going to be a historical site for me to go visit. Yeah. I think we all got to go touch that Montgomery water every now and then. Cause you know, every now and then somebody get on there and really try it. And then somebody has to remind them, that ain't what you want to do and i i kind of you know i kind of live for those stories so and i just i just love nobody had to know each other and they just said nah that's what we're not gonna do hello love that for us period love so that for us yes so that's that's, that, that's what's been going on over here i've I been living right i'll see you soon it'll be yes we'll be living together how about that that'd be fun <laughs> uh let's get into these shows and these things and these mm, such yes okay C- come on Listen. Before we actually, because uh, we kind of dance around and talk about shows, but to talk about Atlanta, I kind of want to talk about two things that are kind of relative to Atlanta to kind of okay. start, you know, just talk, and then just talk about the show kind of generally. But I want to know, okay. give me your thoughts about the Nene and Carlos interview. What did you think about it? Because we haven't actually talked about this. No, we have not. I thought that it was good. I thought that Nene was Nene, which to me is good. She's entertaining. She's funny. Mm-hmm. She's quick. I love their dynamic together. I picked up on uh, there's there's some things I picked up on in the second part that I felt like they are friends. And it's hard when you are in the media and you're you're the subject of your interview is your friend. So because there was some things I wanted to wanted him to kind of kind of challenge her on a little Mm bit. Um, I felt like there were a lot of things that people found controversial or, or thought maybe she was being a hater, but I actually saw, I not necessarily that I agreed, but I could see the points that she was making in, in, mm-hmm. in terms of the show. But I really, really liked their dynamic. But I will say Carlos knows how to be asked a question and speak around the question that the person forgets he never answered the question, which is a, which is a skill to have when she mm-hmm. asked him do you feel like I was mistreated at the network? What he said was it was new. 
they were just starting out. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a handbook and then spun it into something else. And I was like, "Mm, I see you, Carlos. Mm -hmm. I see you. Um, I do feel like I wish Nene had have said when she was like, there's nothing that I've done that other housewives haven't done worse. What I would like from Nene is for her to say, you know what? And this is what I was hoping that she said in the interview. I want to apologize to for some of the things that I said, this doesn't negate my lawsuit. It doesn't negate what was going on and how I feel and what was done to me as a black woman on this network. Mm-hmm. However, the anger that I felt at not being supported, not being heard and not being seen caused me to say some things that were out of the way about some of the, I mean, cause she didn't call Andy a cokehead. It was Wendy, but she did. I forget <laughs> what she said about. Andy. Um, but yeah. I, I wish she had of own, like I own my part and letting my anger get the best of me and saying some things yeah. that I probably should not have said, but yeah. I still didn't feel hurt. And I stand on what I said. And I wish that he had have asked her, like, do you, do you regret some of the things that you said? Yeah. But I felt like he asked the questions that we did want to know about the Bravo, mm-hmm. the lawsuit about Brent. You know, yeah. when it comes to your kids, you know, you don't want to put information out about your kids that, right. could, that even if even if some things are already out there. So I appreciated him really going in on, on certain um, subjects. And and I mm-hmm. like their dynamic together. I really do. And if they go on tour, I would go see them. Oh, absolutely. I'm there. And they probably not going to come to Memphis because don't nobody come to Memphis for shit. But if they come anywhere near, Maybe they'll go to Montgomery. We can go. Yeah, hello. How about that? Do it on the Harriet. Right. <laughs> hey, baby. Um, but I, I like the interview. What did you think? Yeah. I so I, I thoroughly I've watched both parts multiple times now. Me too. I thoroughly enjoyed uh the interview. I it made me realize how much I miss Nene because she me really too. is a, a force in reality TV, the GOAT. It's so like it's, it's you know undisputable. She is like a force multiplier, whatever space yes. she's in. Yes. I do agree with you though. I think she absolutely could have taken more ownership of things because she kind of skated by that, which yeah. I get because I, I know like that there's problems with the network. Absolutely. There was mm-hmm. uh, problems with cast members like Kim Zosek, who's never required to do the same thing mm. as all the other women. Mm. Totally Boom. agree with that. But there's also things that you could have taken ownership of too. And I think because yeah. of, because she didn't or wasn't required to maybe, I think that some it was going to be lost on a lot of people. Some of the you know the yes. bones, the good bones in there that she did say because she didn't. A lot of stuff she said was absolutely like spot on. She called out a lot of shit that needed to be called out, especially since she said all this and then days later, which is what I also want to talk about too. Uh, we get this whole reality reckoning with Bethany Frankel, and so I'm like, well, damn, a lot of people like not even talking about the fans, a lot of uh. These other celebrities, mostly white, because I didn't see Bethany tag anybody of color in there. Say it. So, Say it. You know, I've been talking really openly on this podcast about how I think that this little like reality reckoning, I think it's fantastic. It should happen. There should be a union. Reality star should be protected all like this. I think Bethany Frankel is the absolute wrong person to be leading this charge. Me too. If it was Candy Burris or somebody else that like I consider reliable in this space mm-hmm. i would be all on it i'd be on the picket lines with them right there marching we yes. want free give us free i'd be doing all of that but since it's bethany frankel i'm having a big issue especially since she's constantly in these comment sections popping shit 
and how she constantly has to position these videos with uh first like letting us know how great she is what she's accomplished and all like this and then getting on to all the other people affected and to me the message gets lost every single time and so like doubling back every to Nene, time. like nobody gave a fuck like when nini was calling out the i was getting ready like, to say it yes but for some reason Kendrick. destiny's word is like law and i'm like what in what universe there is something that she said that she responded to. When I tell you, it rubbed me so the wrong way. I wanted to just, like you said, I absolutely agree with what should be happening with, with these reality stars, right? Mm -hmm. I understand how Nene went about it a certain way. Does not mean that what she said was not valid. Somebody mentioned Nene to her in the mm -hmm. comments and I've got to find it. And she said, what she's doing is basically for the good of reality stars. And I'm paraphrasing, but what Nene was doing was for herself. And I mm -hmm. said, the top layer is the same on both sides. Bethany, you're doing this for self. Mm -hmm. Nene was doing, but the overall bigger picture, what Nene was talking about will affect and could affect black and did affect all the black women on this network. So to be so just cavalier and mm -hmm. mind you, what was interesting is she tagged all white create all white uh, talent and didn't mention, but she can't mention it because this is a white world and they live in it and they benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Racism or anything like that in her law. So right. she could have very easily. It's all monetary me. for her. All my, and what else? When I tell you chapped my behind, mm -hmm. let's talk about people ran with the story, right? We've seen it all over the internet. Let's go back some months and talk about Miss Ebony K. Williams. And I'm going to keep bringing up my girl, Miss Ebony Period. K. Williams. Period. And how for a brief moment in time, I've seen black accounts um, talk about the things that Ramona did an interview with Carlos King and then Ebony came back and said, now I'm going to tell you about the other issues that were taken to HR by the black women producers and senior producers on the Real Housewives of New York that weren't brought by Ebony. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. Now, if Bethany is as smart as she portrays herself to be, you're not going to tell me that she didn't catch wind of that. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So why not pull in black women Right. Why not pull in the execs on Roni? I wonder if any of those execs were there behind the scenes when you were there with Ramona, Bethany. Mm -hmm. These issues. And, and let's be clear. Some of y'all keep saying it wasn't cooperated. Actually, the complaints by the black women behind the scenes at HR, they actually were cooperated. Mm -hmm. OK, some of them were. So. When I see all this about this lawsuit, I'm sorry. I can't help but think once again, mm -hmm. the issues that are affecting us get pushed behind. They're inconsequential I, to the monetary things that they want to get. To the, yes. So mm -hmm. it's, it's like, I can't, I something about Bethany just has always, even I can acknowledge that she's given us good moments, that she can Absolutely. be funny, but there's something about her in her court. I do not like, her associate. Yep. I, I don't like when I see her her association with black women. I don't like it. There's something. I only like her on the Real Housewives uh, of New York. Yes. When she's there, yes. that's the only time I watch the show because I'm like this. Yes. She knows how to one 
check all of these yes running wild motherfuckers on this show yes and I, I can't like it, it, it's not for me when she's not there but my yeah. thing is literally every time she's not there and she's just like on social media or doing all this you are the most unlikable person i've ever come across in uh, every so, i aspect. mean every every area and i just sometimes i have to go rewatch the clip of amarosa Letting her know just truly how mediocre she was. Yeah. I don't like her and the way this lawsuit is coming across. And you are completely just discounting what Nene says. Oh, that was for her. By her. That was for her. It is sick to me how she, ta- when she tags Snooki. Jail. Nene, I don't care what anybody says. Nene to me is the number one reality housewife. Like, I think she changed the game. Reality TV star. In terms of TV (laughs) star, yes. She changed the game, Mm -hmm. period. And I got what she was saying about her and Kim Kardashian. They were both under NBC Universal. So if if people notice, she said, they put us together. I was at her baby shop, meaning they thought it would be a good idea, NBC, to have the, the black star of the house, the reality star, and this one over here, come together so you really have to listen to what she said she was mm-hmm. dropping a lot of stuff that people may not have picked up on but mm-hmm. yeah th- th- this lawsuit when i tell you every time i see something about it it irritates my soul every yeah. time yeah and i almost feel like the people she tagged let them participate in the lawsuit that's what i'll say yeah i you know i i always oh boy it's gonna roll for some feathers too but I, there are like certain branches of activism that really mm. chap my ass. And it's certain, this seems to be one of them. Cause you know, there's like certain branches of like, uh, I'll say feminism to be exact. There are certain yes. branches of feminism that leave a lot of women out. And I hate that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, to me, you're not doing what you think you're doing when you're Say leaving it. out so many people and you're not benefiting benefiting all women. So it's like yeah. I don't, you know, I don't whether it's it's uh women of color, whether it's sex positive women, whether it's yes. like all the, there are so many women like left out of certain branches of feminism that I'm like I almost can't get behind your cause because if I feel like I'd be going against these people and excluding yep. them and doing what you're already doing. And that's what yep. I feel like Bethany is doing. Bethany has like started this, uh, we need to unionize, all this kind of stuff, solely for a monetary aspect and has left yeah. out all of these people and has like reached out to nobody of color to say, you know what? There was a whole thing, uh, not a moment, it's a movement, all this shit. There's yes. all these different things where we talked about how uh, black people aren't treated the same and all these whatever the case is all these yep. things that we've mentioned like so many times none of that comes up you don't care about unionizing for the sake of like actually making people's experiences better you're trying to think about people like getting money from these tv shows like years ahead that's great but like you're leaving out a lot of the shit that other people yeah sag Apple right now is asking for like uh, not just like ai and like all this kind of stuff they're trying to get like base level respectable treatment right not to be worked right to the bare bones and all this stuff and all of your shit is monetary like it's so yep. stupid and self-serving to me that i just roll my fucking eyes every time bethany i'm just Be- out of the shit i don't know uh, yeah i just and this is why i was always team carol <laughs> <laughs> oh 
but all of that to say, um, we okay. So they kind of talked about like their dream Atlanta cast during this interview. Mm, yes, and we got like some certain thing. I think one of the things uh that I picked up on a lot. Even Candy said it recently. She says she wants Portia back, and you yes. know she would. You know, both of them said they would do without some certain people, and they mm-hmm. would bring in some all this kind of stuff. So, do you think a lot of people? online are kind of pushing for an Atlanta reboot, like a hard reboot like they did Roni. Mm-hmm. Which avenue do you think? Do you think it's time for a reboot and like can we even do a reboot in Atlanta? Or do you think that we just need to get get a certain cast together where everyone is activated and not like coasting by? Like how do you kind of feel about the show right now and how do you think it needs to change if it does need to change for you? I agree with the second one, because let me tell you, let's talk about Orange County. Y'all not calling for Orange County before this season to be rebooted. Y'all not call, mm-hmm. y'all wanted certain people back, but y'all never called for Orange County to be completely rebooted. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't call for Beverly Hills. Let's really talk about it. Before the Erica right. scandal, what did they have going on? They've been number one for what, two on years. <laughs> Thank you. Atlanta was at the top for how many years? And I feel like people don't give Atlanta the respect. and credit that it deserves. I agree with her when she said, we know that Kenya can read and can do her job, but if she is bored with you, with what she has to work with, like, so I feel like we need to get a cast of people together that we know has the chemistry and the real genuine history between them. Mm -hmm. Not just a connection, but an actual history between them. And I feel like it's interesting to me, though. This is why I believe what her and and, and Carlos have said for years about her and um, her advocating for Claudia to get a peach, even though they mm-hmm. weren't, you know, because she, Nini's thinking about the show and maybe how the show would benefit. That's the only thing, only reason I could think of as to why she would want Kim Zolciak to be back. Only for her to not have to do her job again. Yes. I was, that was my next question to you. Do you think Kim is coming back next season? If she does, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be hard for me to watch. I'm going to have to fast forward yeah. her, her scene. There is, no, to me, the ultimate disrespect. And I don't care. People say, it's just a show. But when you are Black living in a real world, when she said to find another white woman to sit on that couch. Mm-hmm. And get that was a turning on. point for a lot of people with Kim. I was like, absolutely not. I never, mm-hmm. ever, ever want you to be around these black women again, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if if she comes back, it would be extremely hard for me. And Kim is a liar. Now, it's interesting because with Drew, I know she lies, but I'm a little bit kind of charmed by her. Yeah. Maybe that's... <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy Drew's lies. <laughs> Me too. Like, like it's not anything like I don't. My butt doesn't clench like she's going to say something so outlandishly offensive to someone watching. You know what I mean? So right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I definitely like Kim Zolciak is a hard no for me. So I don't think we need to re completely reboot. I think we need a reset. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Who's your yeah. ideal cast? I, I'll I honestly you, like I'll give you seven because some people they would not give us oh, seven okay. in Atlanta. So give me seven right. that you would, even if it includes like a new wife or two new wives, whatever it is. Give me seven. Okay. I would do Nini mm-hmm. for sure. 
I would keep Candy. Okay. I would bring Cynthia back because her and Nini have a little bit of a. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would make definitely Kenya. Mm-hmm. Oh, what I'm about to say, because here's the thing. I have two sets of women in my head. I, because to me, Candy fits in with Nini. Uh, who else? I said Nini, Kim, Kenya. Oh, you did say Kim. Not Kim. Jesus, not Kim. Not Kim. Oh, Let me, Let me start over, child. <laughs> Nini, Cynthia, mm-hmm. Kenya, and I think Candy fits in with them. Yes. I feel like Drew is young, a little mm-hmm. bit young, but I still would throw her in there. Okay. Just to kind of, and then bring Portia for Drew. Mm-hmm. And then I am, I want to see, even though I could not remember her name for the life of me, mm. and she was the bobblehead that got on my nerves, I might would throw Cousin Courtney in the mix. Because now mm. her and Drew are going to have a thing with Ralph As a going friend of. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. I want to okay. see. I, I want to see. I don't mind. I feel like Courtney is working this season. So like, I don't, She's, I don't mind this. this yeah. This, this, yeah and, and I feel like her things are more authentic this second half of the season. Yes. 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 So I, I, I don't, I, I, so that's who I want to see. And I, I, Marlo can come back as a friend of. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. As a guest of. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she gets the, uh, the six episode treatment. Okay. The six episode treatment. So gotcha. that is my cast. Okay, mine. Who you be, gonna bring? I'm because I do. I do want Nene back. So I would say Nene. I would say Candy. I would say Portia. Of course, you know Portia's my. Did I, I did I Portia. mention? Yeah, I said Portia. Yeah, you yes, said Portia. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. We all know Phaedra is gone to Married to Medicine. I think that'll be a great fit for her. So I'm I'm here for that. So I'm not gonna put her in my yeah. cast. That's so, why I did. Yeah. What I want basically is season six, but that's five women. Yes. No Phaedra. So that's. Candy, Nene, Portia, Kenya, Cynthia. That's my five. Yes. This might be a curveball for y'all, but I I loved season 12. So, like, I'm bringing Eva back. Uh, okay. Bring, uh, yeah. Yes. I, I I'm bringing Eva back, and I'm bringing Drew back. So, that's my, my seven women, and Marlo is there as a friend of. I don't know if... I, I think people have gotten a bit overwhelmed with Marlo because... I think I, you know, Marlo tickles me. I will say that Marlo makes me laugh. I've like, been enjoying her the than, last couple of episodes. Yeah, she makes me like laugh harder than like anyone else. But I think there is valid criticism with the whole like drudging up, like forced story storyline kind of stuff. I definitely get mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. fine. She was really she perfected the friend of role. If though, I will say this. If I have to choose between making her a full-time housewife and like getting rid of her altogether, then I would say for the first time, let us, like Beverly Hills, have eight housewives and put Marlo on yes. the cast too. So yeah, I'd be okay because that, that would Nene said she would she would she'd be okay with Marlo having a peach, being a friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, having a peach with her, but would she really? That's that's the question. That's so that's the what question. I would actually may, maybe like to see that dynamic. Yes. Now that'd be good. We'd be seeing Mm -hmm. some knocking and bugging. Because I honestly think my whole theory has been that the reason Marlo and Candy butthead so much is because Marlo, in her mind, is doing Nene's work. Like she's going Mm. at Candy because Nene isn't there to actually go at Candy. So that's been my whole theory. That's really genuinely what I believe because, child, this whole bringing up shit from three years ago about a a cousin and a restaurant. 
<laughs> girl it that, was it was I mean, too much and then just the yeah the, and then you didn't reach out and then a lot of her stories were contradictory candy you don't reach out to me but then you sat in candy's house and wanted her and todd to be basically second godparents to the children like come right, on right like that's it's so i i like that cast i do i feel like i don't care what anybody says about atlanta i'm still like um What's the song? Georgia, my sweet Georgia. Georgia is on my yes. mind. I Me and you never... always relate in that way. Yes. I'm, I'm never ready to like throw them away like other people no. are. Like I'm not ready to like stop seeing Candy, Kenya, like all the good bones Me of the be thrown away for a reboot. I'm really okay with like just, like you said, a reset. I'm okay with a yeah. reset and like getting back to like what we know this show to be. Because I think the issue that some people have is that it's a little bit unrecognizable than the show yes. said. And and I'm okay. I, I get the criticism. Like it's never going to be the old Atlanta that it was, but I think you can get some bones on this show to make it, you know, yeah. feel how give give them that nostalgic feeling that they really really want. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay I, with I, that. I I definitely agree. I, I and I, especially I mean when you think about Nene coming back with Cynthia, we already know there's a issue there. Mm-hmm. When you think about Nene and Kenya, when you just think about the everybody would have something going on. You're right. right. So I, I would I would definitely like to see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um. So yeah, so we're not ready to throw Atlanta away. We, we no, it, so. never. Yes. Looking to budget your food expenses for the back to school season? Get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. No hidden fees. So you can count on great value week after week plus only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients choose every plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying quick satisfying meals their meals are 50 percent cheaper than your average fast casual meal they're the easiest way to eat affordably put the money you save towards making fall plans okay do a little traveling just like me speaking of which are you already planning for a jam-packed fall Get every plate and take back your time with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and packing kids and work lunches and more time taking a break, taking a breather from your busy schedule. Give yourself one less thing to worry about this back-to-school season. Now, y'all know I've told you how busy this year has been. Life has been lifing. Every plate hit my life at the exact right moment because I can prepare quick and delicious meals like my favorite, the sweet soy chicken tacos. Yum, yum, yum. And still have time left over to sit down and relax. I've tried meal prep companies before, but none of them save me as much money and as much time as every plate. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter codes 49comics. Again, go to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49comics to get started with meals that cost just Um, let's, let's briefly touch on, cause I want your thoughts about the new Roni reboot. And then I want to talk about OC for a little bit. Okay. Uh, Roni, are you enjoying the reboot? 
Yes, I, I'm having a good time. I'm glad we're out of Sag Harbor because I was like, how many more days are we going to be here? Right. And that co- <laughs> all, all, because every time I saw it, I got cold and hungry. I was like, oh, they are cold and hungry. Yeah. I would have been just like Cy. I really like Cy. And I think it's, it, I, I it's do funny what, looking at the commentary about people who don't like her or don't think she, you know, people are saying that she's a complainer. And I'm like, I really like Cy. I really do. Har- uh, probably unpopular. I really like all six of them. Like yes, there's nobody yes. that I want to like me throw too. away yet. And I think one of the things that really frustrates me with the the housewives kind of universe, like the, the mm-hmm. fandom in general, is that it almost feels like if we need to have not a villain, but we need to have someone yes. to hate. And I'm like, yes. I, like no one has done anything on this show for me to like make me hate them. And I don't know why, like there's such vitriol towards cert- certain women and certain things. I'm like, what has this person done to like chap your ass the way that they have? Like, I, I feel like right. nobody has done anything to that magnitude. And I feel like it's finally in New York feels like a genuine like friend group that actually yes. cohabitates in a way. Like the role Roni. One, I don't, I don't know that New York. I, you know, I go to New York quite often. That's not a New York I know. So, listen, they already had lost me there. But like with this one, and all that feels pissing like, and poofing and uh-uh, no shitting all over the wall. I'm gonna shit on these walls, right? <laughs> and just it feels, <laughs> you know, it just always with them a, a, a lot. But I'm liking this friendship group. I'm liking that it's like a slow build kind of towards like, yeah, you can kind of tell yep. there's some like a little seeds of you know, stuff building on mm-hmm. for the later season. I want to see, I'm telling y'all, I keep the trailer. I want to see why the hell Uber snatches those shades off of uh, Aaron. Off of a- Aaron, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm anxious me to see. Too. I'm like, what y'all, you know, but I'm I'm here for it. I like the diva attitude. I like all the clothes and all this kind of stuff because, you know, one of the things people used to say, oh, we don't equate Roni with fashion and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, since, like, the New York, I know we do, but I guess because y'all y'all used to so used to wearing uh Ramona and them tired ass bodycon dresses and uh, yes. Luann yes. Luann and Giovanni and shit that y'all don't so I don't associate that with fashion either. But even the Bethany, city of New I York, think, yeah, no. Kendra, even Bethany, I thought her stuff was made probably expensive, but to me, she wasn't no no none like, of no. none of the only girl in in New York that I with the exception of Ebony because Ebony ate those confessionals down. Yeah, she that did. That yes. Dan look yeah. is still one of my all-time favorite Housewives yeah. confessional looks. So uh, y'all better get into that Gucci green, okay? But the only housewife, uh, New York housewife outside of Ebony that I will give things to in terms of fashion would have been Tinsley. Because Tinsley- I was like, thinking, I was going to say her. Yes. Now she's not going to give you too much else, but she'll give you them fashions. She'll okay? give, and yes. I was okay with that. Her last reunion look, she ate them girls up. So I was, Didn't she? I was here for it. And spoke her and used her voice, which I love. Mm-hmm. I um, I, I definitely, I was thinking to myself, could I have seen like Leah with this group of people? No, no. Um, could I? Because to me, Leah is a is Attention a younger Ramona. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, could I have seen Ebony? I think I definitely could have seen Ebony with yes. Um, these women for sure they're of her caliber the, so i definitely yes that. Mm-hmm. yes the women we have i really uh really really like i just have taken an affinity i don't know why to side but like you said i like i really like si. yeah and i don't mm-hmm. like a show like you said where there has to be a villain because sometimes it makes it hard to watch like oh here they go with their shenanigans again like ugh. yes i appreciate like 
don't get me wrong, because you know me, I always say I appreciate a good villain. I really yes, do. So like, yes. when I say villain, like, I even use the term loosely, because, like, I say, you know, people consider, like, Giselle the villain of, like, Potomac. But right. Know, but that's, like, one of the, like, most lovable villains you can have, because, like, she's just being messy. So, like, I love right. the mess that she keeps and up And it her. evolves naturally. It's yeah. not like we're going to play, like, we're placing this person. Mm -hmm. Like how you say in the Housewives where we like to place people as versus yes. people are just happening. Mm -hmm. Naturally, I, you know. That's my whole thing. And I'm like, I, I, I like it to occur. And it seems like when you have this kind of friendship group, drama's gonna come up like no matter what. Yes. And so we don't need to like stage it, plan it, like none of that. It's just like people, the game of telephone is always gonna be the best Ooh. friend of reality TV because when you tell enough people the shit's going to get told wrong it's going to get back to the person wrong that's what's going to cause conflict like the gossip behind people's back that's what's going to do it we don't need like all the other the extra rah rah and so I'm I'm glad that like we have one show at least in the ethos <laughs> of the current yes. reality TV housewives that has gone back to like the original formula of like we found a friendship group let's follow them around and see how how it all arises so I, I'm, I'm loving it. Something you said about drama evolving naturally, cackling hens. I mean, that, you know, yes. like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, just, oh, maybe I shouldn't have went back and said anything. You know, just Jessel mm -hmm. and her, her not liking the outfit, making it known and them saying, okay, you did too much. Like, I, I like, you know, all of that. Now, let me mm -hmm. tell you something, though. Uh oh. If I had to grade them, I would say Aaron is probably my... I won't say my least favorite, but in the lineup, she may fall like last or whatever. Okay. Okay. But I like I still like what she gives, what she brings to yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. And in that situation with her and Brent, I said, Oh, Brent line. Cause she wanted to clear <laughs> that up real fast. Right. Well, maybe I said, but and even Brent, I said, now look, <laughs> I had meant to talk about this on my episode when it first came out. And then I heard Kara Berry talk about it and I screamed. She said, now. Black people all over were watching Brian going, is she us? Is right. Because as soon as I saw her immediately, I said, oh, she's black. See, 100%. I, she tricked me. I, I talked she about got on, you. Yes. I talked about it on the podcast because I, I think I talked about it on mine and Emily's. I was like, black people, we have this thing. Like, even if there's a drop in there, if you mix, but it's like mostly white, it's just a little we bit know of black. It. We normally, Brian, I genuinely had no clue because. Her hair texture gave it away a little bit because I was like, that's clearly like uber straightened. Like that yes. wasn't like not net. Like it's not even like naturally curly. Like that's like you can tell right. it kinks up a little bit. So I'm like, yeah, you can kind of honey. Yes. So when she got to the beautician, then I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But and I'm glad know, they showcased that black. I'm glad she goes to yes. a black beautician. What what really got me was my grandfather owned a barbershop and he had a beauty salon in mm. it. So I would go get my hair done mm -hmm. on Saturdays. My mom would go get her hair done. Corey used to be a barber. So spending time. Now I preferred to be in the barbershop because they just as messy as the women. Okay. Uh, trust me. But I knew the community she's talking about. You get a group of black mm -hmm. women, especially you getting your hair done and they may be giving the younger one advice about Matt, like anything, just in mm -hmm. if it does feel like a community. Oh, you running to the store, you running down to the store real quick. Can you grab me? Yeah. And you take it because we've been in there all day, you know. So I get mm -hmm. what so so it it um, but when she said she felt uh, she used to be ashamed to be black, I picked up on that too. Yeah. And a part of me had wondered if she what what her dating profile looks like. 
Yeah. Well, so we know the third fiance is. <laughs> that's right. so stupid I mean... to say. <laughs> I don't know the why that's so much. Yes, every time she talks about, well, you know, one of the fiance, I'm like, girl, can we not? Like, let's. Three. Okay. <laughs> right. Wasn't there a housewife? Um, that was that on one of the franchises song. that had yes 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 times yes <laughs> listen but um but yeah so i was like Brent is one of us okay and i like that she's not ashamed anymore yes you know, that that she that she gets so yeah i like that but i i like him i can see you know that's natural i feel like with when you're uh kind of othered in your whole yes. life I can yes. imagine what that feels like to be like, well, dang, why am I different than everybody else? That's but I'm true. Still... And you don't want to be different right. at that age. You want to, you want to look like you don't want to be the standout. Right. I'm at least glad that she was able to embrace it at some point. She was like, you know what? Yes. Black is beautiful and all this kind of stuff. And it was, cause you know, a lot of people, child, they do not, they do they, not. Yeah. We see them on the, January 6th, okay? You know, we we see them <laughs> go on places. So, yeah, it'd be a whole little thing. So I'm yeah, just glad, yeah, I'm, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that she, she was, um, uh, she experienced a lot of things, clearly, growing yeah. up. And I feel like some of her flirting, some of her, it, it's a protective type thing, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of, but I, I'm enjoying it. She's yeah. funny. When she was showing everyone her back that came in, she was yes. like, hi, welcome to Thanksgiving. And, and said, the, come it's on, funny smile how back. I know that's right. Yes. <laughs> One thing I noticed, people had so much to say about Cy online. Mm-hmm. Aaron is supposed to be uh, Bren's friend. And I thought it interesting that Bren, that Aaron, I'm sorry, that Cy was like, I'm going to do something for her. Yeah. Yep. That, see, that kind of told me enough like about Cy. That I knew Me I too. could fuck with her because it's like Me you too. see this, you like you see how like hurt she is about this, and you want to go out of your way. You already have your own family that yes. you have to like do a whole Thanksgiving for, but you want to make sure that one of your friends doesn't feel alone for the holidays. So you want to give her her yep. own thing. Like that's beautiful to me, even yeah, though me too. don't invite me, but it's still beautiful. <laughs> like, I can recognize <laughs> that it's a beautiful thing. I'm not coming, but that's beautiful. I, I like that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said I'm uh, not coming. <laughs> I'm, you know, okay. Okay. Let me, let me not be so hard on Friendsgiving. I will come, but I, I just it. gotta, I you know, I gotta make sure it's certain before friends, I come. You know, yeah, okay, okay, okay. You know, okay, that that might yep. be what has to happen, but you know, Eat some before friends. Before I come, I might love you, but like, see, okay, think about like our like shared friend group. Like we yes. let Tom, we let Tom Hamlet shout out to Tom Hamlet. Tom Hamlet yes. made us a whole charcuterie board. Like, hey, t- yes, he did. Yeah, I had no problem eating that food because I know Tom. Me neither. Like, okay, Tom got clean hands. He go wash them hands. Yes. Tom be running, so I know if you run, you, you probably <laughs> wash your hands. So that's fine with me. You know, I'm okay with that. But you know, some people you be like, you know, some people invite you somewhere, you be like, oh, you want to eat out somewhere? You try? Oh, you want me to come? Yep. Okay, girl. Yeah, you got one time. You got one time. One time. I scary across this counter. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna leave. Listen, girl. one time. If I lean on your counter and I stick to it, when I'm trying to come up, right. that means you don't clean. See, mm-mm. you know you got we, we all got that one friend. Listen, I, I am not too bougie to know. I, you know, I was born and raised in North Memphis, Tennessee, that the, the hood of all hoods. I am. I'm <laughs> not too bougie. I will. I will give you 
one roach. <laughs> it can't be in the kitchen, but I'll give you one roach crawling up the wall, like in the living room. Okay, girl, like I get it. You know, I know what's going on here. Let me take Things my shoe happen. off. Pow, right. pow. Like it's okay. Now, yeah. that second roach come out somewhere else. It's like, it's okay, a wrap. Like, nah, like, hold on now. Let me tell you, when we moved into Africa all those years ago, when we first moved to Maryland, I grew up and my house was, so I, I stay in the woods, not in the woods, surrounded by woods, right? So mm -hmm. you would get, sometimes it would just be like, whatever. Mm -hmm. So then you move out on your own, what have you. Me and Corey never have roaches. Right. You move in. And all of a sudden I get a letter from uh, the rental office that they need to inspect where we live oh i immediately called down and i said so did someone complain you're well, right I can't really say that i said this letter didn't just come out of nowhere right well the kitchen connected to yours did say that until you moved in um they they had never had roaches and i said kind of feels weird since we're the black family here like this, right yeah. Oh no no! It's not just that. Come to find out, the there was a house. So it, it they were like row homes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, when somebody moves out, they bomb. So somebody else, oh, and roaches. Evidently, they bomb. The roaches scattered to mine, and then and how we found out was because when the other neighbor on the other side of our like they came and inspected, they didn't see no roaches. When the mm -hmm. other neighbor moved out on the side of us, all of a sudden I was itching in my house. And then See. I saw a roach. They bombed and didn't tell anybody. So See. then we had to do our own bomb. We was like, we ain't telling. But I was so like, how dare you? You're right. Hey, you we got big fucking listen, nerve. Be <laughs> right. And that's exactly. And oh, and I, and I knocked on the neighbor's door, too. I know that's I right. Did. I'm said, all I just about to let you know, we didn't bring okay. no, listen, we didn't bring you no roaches. So right. let's be clear. Right. So, so I know what you mean. I'll give you that one, but. You have, if you have an infestation, mm -hmm. shake them clothes off before you get in. Right. You come in my house. Because if you bring one, they right. multiply. You're right. That's how it yeah. is. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, I, I truly, I know Sai brought eight bags, but um, I feel like she dresses cute. I like her style. Mm -hmm. I know people love Jenna's style. Jenna is cute to me too. They're all cute mm -hmm. to me too, but I just personally identify with Sai a lot. Yeah. I love it. What do you uh before we go on to uh OC, uh thoughts on Jessel and thoughts on her marriage too, because I know this has been kind of under Oof. a little bit of a scope too. I actually I really enjoy Jessel. I love that she she so sometimes I hate to like always, you know, harp on the old Roni. It's just that they were always kind of bottom tier for me. And I I, you know, sorry to tell y'all that I y'all know that though <laughs> if you listen to this damn podcast, but like Sometimes, like, when we say aloof, people will, like, associate that with, like, a Sonia Morgan, who yes. I think is more so a planned aloof. I think she knows mm. what, what kind of comedy sells and stuff like that. Yes. So she takes the easy role and does, like, the, the comic relief and all like that. The Lucille think, Ball of Housewives. Yes. I think Jessel... Uh, is genuinely, like, aloof about some of the things she says. I don't think mm. she knows how people take the things that come out of her mouth, which is hilarious. I mean, I live, but you know, yeah, it, it's that kind of situation. Yeah. I think she, she doesn't know that like she's offending you. And I kind of, you know, love that. I, I kind of <laughs> like that because it's right. because she's not purposely trying to create conflict, but yeah. it creates natural conflict. 
But there's a part of me that also feels like if someone came to her in genuineness, like, hey, mm -hmm. just so you know, I think she'd be open. Yeah. And that's what I like. Like, I like the illusion. Her husband co-signed everything that people said. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And mm -hmm. I'm glad that the housewife not pretending to be anything other than she is, which is why I've loved Heather DeBro since day one. Y'all can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want about Jessel. She and from what we know of her in these episodes, yeah, I want my kids to go to this this uh, school that's all these many thousands of dollars a year, even though her husband proved his point on why they could go to regular daycare when he said they're going to what eat, clean up and eat. And mm -hmm. she's like they that anywhere. Yeah, that's that's why he's saying to save the money. Um, so yeah. I, I like that. She's kind of like, but I this is what I want. Like like and she's not like. Like you said, it's an aloofness. It's not like a bratty behavior to me. It's not like contrived. It's not, I don't even feel like it's like a, I'm up here and you're down there. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. it's a, just, just who I am. Now, I understand people may go through droughts in their marriage. Two years oh. is a long time. Even if you're long, giving hit, I just feel like <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> Uh, I get that you're time. tired. I get that you're tired. Like like Sai's husband said, they're tired. First of all, them twins, child. But um, mm -hmm. I get that they in everything. I get yeah. that you're tired. I also do feel like when you have access to money and different things, there's maybe people that can be hired. There's to yeah, help with yeah. the kids while you, you know. I I get they want to do things on their own, but maybe hire someone. Hey, every Friday we have somebody come in and watch the kids while we. Make, like make ourselves do a date night just like because y'all sure got it and i'm sure she's tired and doesn't want to keep going out to all these events on camera right. dinners with her friends but you make time for your relationship too oftentimes relationships will fall on the back burner so i think that i think i don't i've heard people i've seen people speculate oh he's probably got somebody out there i don't necessarily know if that's true but i do think that you don't want to take each other for granted that uh -huh. sex isn't even ex the thought of it's just not even exciting right anymore because it's like well we don't have it so i do think it's interesting now that all of a sudden she wants to plan a, a night sigh is better mm. to me because the way she was talking she sounded like she was going to offer to babysit them twins say what child i'll be damned <laughs> i'll be damned now you know I'll be, I, both I, of them right you can you bring one. one. I take one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember, Steve Harvey used to have a joke about his niece that got married. And she was like, oh, but I don't know who going to keep my kids. And she had five kids. He was like, and then she paused. Like, I was going to volunteer <laughs> to take them kids. Like, if you're going on vacation and you got five kids, you got to get them little motherfuckers placed somewhere. And yes, then come back. Yes. Good, like, no. Ain't nobody keeping no damn five kids. Like, are you kidding no. me? I'm not keeping no twins either. Sorry. Sorry. One one time, me and Corey did that for his sister when her kids were small. Mm -hmm. She had five kids. They went on vacation. I bought a family pack of drumsticks. It was like 18. There was none left. And I wasn't used to that. Yeah. And then he out there doing backflips and all that with them in the yard. And you, ain't nobody tell you to be out there flipping and dipping and all that. <laughs> not the flipping and, I, and the and dipping. And he was like, well, I want them to have fun. I said, their parents are on vacation, not them. Right. <laughs> watching them. Right. You just got to keep them alive until they get back. That's all. Yes. That's Listen, it. Have a little semblance of fun. But yeah, I, right. I, I, I enjoy Jessel too. I think she's, 
unaware and in in a in a genuine way, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's go over to OC to kind of round out our Mm-mm-mm. conversation. Now we'll say. I, uh, OC is not appointment. You know, the only time uh, OC was ever appointment viewing for me was like during the the Brooks cancer, yeah. Megan King Edmonds like era like that. But then like Kelly died came and became a little much. And then I kind of, yes. you know, and then we found out more about her. And, you know, then these past yeah. couple seasons, one shit appointment about them. But I'm not it's not my appointment viewing. But every time I catch up on it, I really do enjoy it. Me I too. like. I, they've gotten back to like the the, the dynamic that works for them. Yep. I want to know because people like you know I told you like everyone they always need someone to hate on the show. They can't just yep. like everybody. But like, how do you feel about Gina in particular? Like Emily and Gina both kind of sometimes come under scrutiny. I feel a certain. I I feel very different ways about both of them. But I'm curious okay. to know how you feel about them as housewives. I feel like I'm watching, especially, I feel like I'm watching them trying to piece the drama together for it to play out. Like, mm. their conversations don't, to me, like, with the talking about Shannon. And Shannon, I'm just trying to be, I'm open with you. I just want you to be open with me. Y'all don't like that lady. Right. Like, right, right and right. not that I think of. Like, so I feel like with Gina, she just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like. like Danny <laughs> Pellegrino would call her Casita. With Casita, yeah. I just feel like I don't know. I don't really she annoys me. If she's not annoying okay. me, she's not there to me anymore. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is because I feel like some of her stuff is contrived. That's what it is. And I feel mm. like and then her issue with Jen and her triggers with Jen and she just reminds me of those that, women yeah. that use the word trigger to control everybody's behavior around you and not necessarily mm-hmm. setting boundaries. So I yes. feel like uh, she reminds me of a Karen almost like to me, I felt mm-hmm. like, and this is a trigger warning because I'm about to bring up her situation, but how dare you look this woman in the face and say her and her infidelity triggered you when we see you on camera mm-hmm. and I get it. That's the father of your child, mm-hmm. but he strangled you. Do you know what it takes to strangle a person? Right. Like that is in. And so we're actively watching you help him again. Yes. So that he can make money. But it's not only that you're double dating with this man. Yeah. And he's like all of y'all are friends. So you don't think that could trigger somebody else who's, right. who's, whose family member may have been killed by an abuser or really hurt. Mm-hmm. by. So to me, I feel like and everything with her is a high, I think, too, everything is a level 10 with her. And I'm like everything. It's not a level 10 like her and the Heather thing. And I thought you were my friend. I'm like, it was convenient for Heather to be your girl last year when you felt like Emily was a certain kind of way. And now all of a sudden Heather's a problem. When, when she admitted that she kind of did leave Heather hanging that summer mm-hmm. and Heather was kind of trying to. Re- so Emily, I have to be honest and say that I feel like because I know Emily wasn't all lives matter. And then, then she brings on a black man this season. Like she's helping <laughs> to me that kind of stunts a lot of, like that kind of stops me with her and which I know other housewives are Shannon was all lives matter. So I didn't necessarily care for her, but I'm still able to enjoy what she brings, but it's yeah. something with Emily that, that is a block for me. Mm. Um, she just really tr- like that conversation with Tamara about 
Heather and what she allegedly said about Shannon irritated me because the, I don't know if we're going to get into it, but the difference is Heather never brought anything on camera. Tamara is using her this lady that she just reconnected with on camera as a story to bring ratings. And to me, that's yeah. a different type of when you already know how Shannon is. So Emily, to me, I just when I saw her sitting with that black man, I got to be honest. I was like, oh, oh, hell no. Like, I, uh-uh. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because now all of a sudden you're interested on that. You want to work on that side? Nah. So I have a block with her, but I'm trying to make myself like make her a non-factor. So like enjoy her and nothing invested in her. Okay. But I've you, I've said a lot probably without saying nothing. So what do you think? No, no, no. I, I understood exactly what you said with both of those. Gina, for me, I she's in a bad spot because I'm kind of indifferent to her. Like I don't, you know, her singing yes. on. That's kind of usually when I'm scrolling on the phone on, you know, me too. What's going on on TikTok or Instagram, you know, threads maybe seeing what's going on. So she's not me necessarily too. like a draw for me at all. I I kind of can take her and leave her anyway. Like I think this cast is like this is a great cast. I like uh, Heather and Vicky being friends of. And sometimes too much of Vicky is too damn much for me. But like Ooh, her listen. and the friend role is. Or the guest role, I should say, is okay with me. Taylor being there as a friend, okay I with love, me. I love. Yeah, I'm here for like I'm here for all of that. So I think this cast works. So if they remove Gina or leave Gina, I'm okay with either decision. Okay, okay. This, now this might be controversial to a lot of people. Okay, listening. say it, say it. I think Emily is one of the biggest players on OC. Ooh, I think, okay, okay. Yes, I, and I know that might sound crazy to some people, but I think that. Emily has truly taken notes up from her first okay. season to now. And she genuinely knows how to do this shit. And I really okay. like, she impresses me like not only with like how she interacts with the group, but her actual interviews like the confessionals are so like, I listen when she speaks because she has okay. the most like actually, how do you say? She has the most like defining commentary about the group. Like, She's the one that's actually all of them it. as a whole. Yes, kind of saying it how it okay. actually is. Everyone else is kind of like, I don't know, with Heather, you never know what you're going to get. With, um, you know, Shannon, you never know if she's telling the truth or not. With Tamara, she's going to give you exactly what mm. you want to hear as a fan mm. that loves drama. Emily, I always kind of feel like gives it to you like a lawyer. She's going to tell you exactly what the yes, hell is going you know, on. You're right. She's going to present the case. And that's when I'm like, you know what, bitch, you right. You right. I can't stand her ass. <laughs> you sure said, you said what the hell you said. Like I, when I, Emily talks, right. I kind of listen. Right. And I, I think that I've really grown to value her on OC. Okay. And so I like, I like her there. Now, the, I, you know, I, one thing about me in particular, now I, I'm so like, out of the loop on like what goes on off the screen that like I don't know and I barely know anything about like uh like who you know people like you know keep track of who vote for and all that kind of stuff. I have no idea. I'm like, tired I, of that now like yeah I I mean I could I can guess with all these but like you know I I was I gonna say we we pretty much already know. Right. So like it doesn't to me like I, I don't care like who you vote for support all that kind of stuff. My whole thing is it's a big difference between like an Emily and a Kelly Dox. Like Kelly Dox is like outrageously, outspokenly disrespectful yeah. Yeah. to everybody that's not like straight white man. 
And she's a weirdo to me. Can't stand her. Never need to see her on my TV yes. again. Her and what? Her she's black. You remember she said, "I'm black." <laughs> Raggedy ass. Well, no, you know, I'll, I'll, I was about to say some shit so wild. I'm, I'm glad I caught myself. <laughs> Kelly Dot, I almost got you to fuck together, but I'm gonna stop right here. <laughs> oh. I almost said some shit. I'm not gonna do that though, cause I woo woo. Woo, woo, woo. They would have been a part of me wants to encourage you, but I'm not you holding back. I know, so I'm I, a... When Chad, when I uh, get done, when I hit the under okay. button, then I because I almost I was gonna lose some sponsorships then, so let me not <laughs> <laughs> let me not do that, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. but going back, but like Emily, I feel like on the show, does she do I don't know what goes on like in private and all like that, yeah, and if she truly is like wanting to get on the side of like helping like with the uh what is it, the Innocence Project and all like that. I mm-hmm. love the Innocence Project. So if that's what she's truly about now, I'm, bitch, I, I'm I need to give team. her the benefit of the doubt. All right. right. I'm like, I'm on your team. Okay. So I, I love it because I love everything the Innocence Project does. I, I love all, all right, that I'll work. Take... And, yeah. So I'm I'm like, I, I'm here for it. But like, even like all that aside, because like, I do, I love that aspect of her story. I'm about to call her and ask her, is she serious though? Right. Let me holler at you. And let me know what she's saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'd want to know. Hell. Um, but I too, I, I just I I value her. I feel like more than a lot of the other cast members now because okay, I like she one she knows how to keep up shit, and I like that. Two, she knows how to justify the shit she keeps up, which Tamra really Ooh. falters with because Tamra will be like, I don't know, I was drunk and all that kind of stuff, and I'd be like, man, I you know I like somebody that stands in their mess. I'm tired of hearing I was in a bad place. I'm in a bad every right. apology she's made to Jen. Or Shannon, mm-hmm. it's, I was in a bad place. I feel like we caught Tamara in a lie. She was on all mm-hmm. them podcast interviews talking about Shannon and not calling her back. And when Shannon confronted her and said, but I did call, that, well, I just felt like you weren't listening. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. she did call you. Exactly. Okay. Child, Tamara do a lot, but but I'm glad to have her back. I, I will say that. I'm glad to have her back. Uh, In the most recent, well, let's, actually, let's talk about that first before we uh talk about the most kind of recent things going on, the things. Okay. Um, could you come back to being friends with Tamara after like all this that she did to Jen if you were Jen in this situation? For the sake of a show. Okay. Okay. Respect. Okay. You know, I'm sure you've lived long enough Mm -hmm. that we have people that... (laughs) Wait wait a minute now. Hold on. Where you going with this, man? I'm like, Chanel, I'm a child. What you talking about? Hold on. That we have had people that we could have, should have gotten rid of, Mm -hmm. but there's something about them that you love and like. So because you know their ways and you know how they are, you, you may say, oh, that's my, like, you ever had a friend where all your other friends are like, why are you even friends with her? But you know, there's a part of her that you're connected or them that you're connected to and that you really enjoy but you know where to keep them in your mind so even if your yes. other friends think you're naive i ain't naive about it i just know where to keep them in right. my mind i don't tell her none and of my business like- we go out together we go get drinks we kiki that's my release stress friend that is not my yes. side about my husband friend but yeah and i think that jen truly likes tamra and got blind and we're watching her get blindsided and like on the show mm-hmm. but i feel like if she can keep tamra there I know I could probably come back, but see where Jen had it messed up was I'd have been brought out. What was you talking about? F and Ryan. 
when you see him at the club. (laughs) Right. But because she didn't know what was coming her way. Right. So I think that we could get, I mean, that's like Heather. She and, needs and, a season and, two, by the way. She deserves yeah, she does. She's, she's I, a great addition. I think that she is a flawless addition. I yes. like, there's something about her I just I, mm-hmm. I really like. She um and she'll get better, like with but, that aspect of it. And knowing now, oh shoot, this mm-hmm. is like for real. Yeah. And if because if Heather and Tamara could get back, because all mm-hmm. that stuff that had that Heather has talked. I mean, Tamara talked on her podcast about Heather last season mm-hmm. and seasons before. I'm like, okay, they can do this for the sake of the show for their history. Now, listen, I already know AC is blonde white woman. Okay, Heather is the most diverse. <laughs> Heather Emily, <laughs> that friend. Now look, I'm tired. That friend that Tamara brought. That Heather. I mean, I don't need to see another one. I don't need to see another blonde white woman on this show. Oh. Heather Amen or whatever it is. Yeah, Heather. Yeah. Yeah. Now I kind of want the acting coach to come on, but I don't yeah. want my butt cheeks to be clenched every time she's around. I'm thinking, who's gonna say something ignorant? Right. But I feel exactly. like she might be a good addition. She was, like I, I feel like they're testing it. her out. Me too. I think they were, if it was authentic. Was, if I remember like the rumors correctly, I think she was testing like to be on the show. I think she might have been like a little too like mild mannered or like uh like okay. soft spoken to like be around this particular group too because you know the smallest thing said shannon wow wow i'm leaving oh my god i can't i will i will never like all the so we will all see the truth yes <laughs> i think that she might have been like too soft spoken in that aspect so they might have gone like with the whole uh, Jennifer of it all instead because mm-hmm. she was right at that lunch like right with them she was yeah. seeing the scenes with them but she came across to me like as the acting coach not as like a, someone who's like actually testing to be on the show so right. that's probably where it ended but if they brought her back to kind of like you know see where it goes I'd be here for mm-hmm. it me but too. I also think they shouldn't have never got rid of Noella but that's a whole other story we'll get to that Shop. another day I might even even though I couldn't stand her, I might even have to agree with you on that one. Right. I think her versus Tamara would have been some good TV, but mm-hmm. you know, but this is still okay. Because you know they had their whole they words online and all that's that. That's right. Would have liked to see that. Um that's the right. Shannon and John Jansen of it all. Sh- what who, is going? I said, I don't know. Cause what the hell you been telling these people, Shannon? That's my issue. What's been going on? You know, I hate somebody on TV that's hiding a whole aspect of their life. Like, what's going on? But telling every, it's, it's, it's the person that says, "Ask them, like, say, don't tell anybody I told you. You've told six other people because those six other people didn't told me. Right. So don't come over here talking about don't nobody know. Everybody, right. the call is coming from inside the house, Shannon. Yes, uh, yes. Because it was funny when Emily said, you called me and Shannon, <laughs> she got stuck. <laughs> Right, just looking around like, yeah, but they said for years that's right. what Shannon does. Yes, oh, look, I believe almost it. like Karen, look like like the ground down from Potomac. They say when mm-hmm. she get drunk and calling people, right? Mm-hmm. In that basement on that uh, what's that? What's that uh, that <laughs> the rotary uh, phone fireball? No. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> drinking that damn fireball. Shit, I know that's right. Um, Shannon is deflecting, and it's yes, awkward to watch now. Solely because we know how this relationship ends, and we know that that mm-hmm. man moved right on, and then she knucking and bucking with his daughter at the quiet woman, and all this kind of stuff. You didn't hear about that, don't you? They was, yeah, they no, got, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, they got the argument. What? Yeah. Who? Okay. Who? My big question about this is, 
and we can kind of wrap uh like with this aspect of it because this might be media in itself but who do we think is the villain in this particular situation is Damn it my- heather for <laughs> not me not even giving the options <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna let you look wait i'm sorry like kanye i'm gonna let you finish Right. <laughs> is it Heather for allegedly like spreading the information? Is it Shannon for keeping secrets from the camera but telling the crew off camera? Is it Tamara for being Tamara? Or is it I keep putting up like a different number of fingers every time? Fingers, I don't know what the right. fuck I'm doing. But uh, or is it somehow Emily in her part in all this? I never figured out what Emily's part in this was, but they all kind of tried to divert to Emily too. So who do you think is the truly like at fault for all of this? I think it's Tamara because if that's your friend, even though the cameras are supposed to know what she's saying is mm-hmm. Heather's talking crap about your relationship. What is Heather saying? That it may not be in a good place. And Shannon says specifics. Tamara won't answer because Heather's not saying specifics. Right. She's saying what they've all said. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about Shannon. For Tamara, though, to me, I feel like at what point, I know that this is reality TV, but if we are establishing and you know that this could be something with Shannon, at what point is it not sacrificial for the Mm -hmm. audience? Mm -hmm. Because the way Shannon got riled up, I was concerned. Right. I was like, okay, now. Hold on, it because it, it might it might actually look worse than what it really is because of mm-hmm. the reaction, and I don't like how and it leaves us to speculate. Yes, that's the and problem. Tamara kept trying to divert it back to Heather mm-hmm. when Heather was, and I love how Heather was like, "Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh." Every single one of us has talked about, it. and what they're not saying is has talked about it off camera. Mm-hmm. Tamara is the one that brought it to camera, so I do think should Heather have maybe anything but i think that heather thought her and tamra were close again and shannon and tamra so as a friend girl what is going mm-hmm. on blah 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 and then they and then they all just and uh, they talked about shannon's relationship before so i feel like tamra is for bringing it and, and trying to lay it all at heather's feet versus all of y'all tamra you're talking about the relationship right now by continuing to bring it up mm-hmm you bring it up with Vicky when Vicky you, uh, or Shannon and Vicky good again. We know you and I mean, clearly they are, but were they at that point? So I feel right. like Tamara is, I feel like she could have went about it in such a, remember her last season when we just, we saw her producing. That's what I feel like is happening now. Still like. It's been a bit heavy handed this season. Like I like. That's the, what it is. Yes. It feels like a slow burn with like her and Heather. Cause I know things eventually uh-huh. get really bad it's between right. those two. Yeah. So, like, I like that, but that feels like that's happening a little unintentionally. But everything else kind of feels like, okay, they brought me back. I need to be the, the extra and producer what, they want me I to think, be. And, I think that's what it is. Yeah. And I want to keep my job. Let's be honest. I want to keep my job. Mm-hmm. And I think she wants to make sure that her first... I think the big thing is, like, with both... Ooh, her and Marlo are very similar in that aspect. I think that Marlo's first season as a full-time housewife and Tamara's returning season as a full-time housewife, both of them felt the weight on their shoulders to be like, yeah, I'm they they've done this for me. They've made me full-time and they've brought me back full-time. I need to make sure this show is an absolute success. It's a hit. I need to make sure the drama is drama-ing. Like that yes. kind of stuff. And it 
you show what what grandma used to say you showing your slip a little bit like you mm. showing your slip so i think that's coast to coast that's what's happening on a couple of these shows i agree and it, i mean I'm, I'm still i'm i'm enjoying the housewives rotation right now i love the sunday night and i'm enjoying every time i watch uh oc i normally don't watch me I, too normally i'm honestly i'm usually recording around that time anyway but i when i get to catch up on oc like the next day or days or whatever I normally enjoy the episode because I'm like, you know what? It was messy. I kind of, I kind of like. Yeah, that like good. I like. Oh, that is messy, and there's mm-hmm. like a bunch of messes going on at one time. A lot, yeah. I mean, I said OC to me. Mm-hmm. Even though I enjoy, it's kind of like edging, like just when I think I'm about to climax a little bit, it's feeling good. <laughs> Something stupid happens, and I'm like, oh god. But then I'm you know back what? the next week. Like I like. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the the I don't know, and I go back and forth with Tammy Sue too, because sometimes I'm like, do I like this woman or do I not like this woman? Because you know, I mean, yeah. we, we know what she's doing, and we know at the end of the day, it's a job, so we know what she's mm-hmm. supposed to do. But I just really probably because I just truly really like Heather, but like mm-hmm. you said, I they all do play a, a role on this, you know, with this show. So mm-hmm. that trailer, I enjoy it. No justice either. Like I, I wasn't excited for the season because that trailer, they, I was like, "Well, this kind of little right. boring." And I, yes, but but actually being into it, like I think we're ten episodes in now. Which uh, yes, doesn't feel like yeah. it's been going on that long either. But nope. I'm I'm enjoying it. it. It's been a successful season so far, I think, and I think y'all tweak it a little bit, and you got really the yeah show back on board. So yeah, Cause I think I watch it season. always the day after on Peacock. That way, there's yeah. no commercials, and I could just it's a cute little forty minute sitcom. Mm-hmm. That's reality TV, and I yeah, I, I enjoy. Like I hope I'm not making you sick eating this condensed milk, just licking it off no. the spoon. I thought you were eating yogurt. Is that what you're doing eating condensed milk? <laughs> I know you lying, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> I know you lying. <laughs> you know what? Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? I won't do it. I'm I have my spoonfuls. I got to put it back now. Yeah, it's a family tradition passed down from my grandfather to my mother. <laughs> I know that's right, though. I, I used to hate when I would bad. let the kids have some. He'd be like, that, really? that is straight sugar. <laughs> and eels. I can't help it. And eels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taria, thank you for Kendrick. coming by. Uh, you know, I love having you, for you having over here. Me. Of course. I enjoyed myself. I love coming to your house. And for oh. a play date and having a good time. Yes. Tell the people where they can find you, how they can support you. Tell them all of the things. Well, lovely people. You can find me wherever you find your podcast. What else is going on? You can find me on Patreon with the podcast. If you want to support the podcast so your girl can keep going, um, you can find me. Um, there's a link uh, that I have on like my podcast episode descriptions. You can find me on Buy Me a Coffee, but I guess because I don't advertise it, they ain't letting me pull my money out. So, oh Lord, <laughs> if you want. I had to prove that I was advertising. I was like, I thought I was that on my podcast, but I guess right. I don't know what that's about. That's so, trifling. yeah, so I just wanted to throw them under the bus for a minute. But yes, <laughs> you can find me those spaces that I say Patreon.com/slash What Else Is Going On. Yeah, you can find me there. And thank you again for having me to your house. <laughs> 
course, of course. I love it. I love a good a good key key, and then of course I'll get to see you in ju just around yes. the corner. So yes. I'll be a, a year older, a year wiser. Uh, I'll be Beyonce down by that time. <laughs> so it'll be a lot that goes on. So it'll be a fun time. Yeah. Oh, you going? You're going. My kids went um to the DC show. <gasps> oh, how they was it? I was. They had a ball. I, even though it started late because of the rain. And they oh, didn't get into right. like two or three. Is yeah. that what she um she paid for the bus to like run like yes. longer? It's okay. You yep. I know that's right, Beyonce. You better do. They had a good time. They working and they was like, oh, I'm gonna get ticket. Like one of them got tickets for the other, then the other one bought the fan different thing. Like oh. as a mom, I was like, the fact that they want to hang out and go together. I was excited like I was going. Yeah. And they went and they had a I good old time. That. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. I go. I'm going to Houston, the Houston show. Okay. Next month, so that'll be that'll be fine. Yes. I'm you got your excited. fan? I'm you know what? I have my I have one fan right here. I just yes. gave you a little effect right there. Yes, you but did. I want to get one of the the heated fans there. I'm gonna buy some merch. It'll be my birthday trip. So I'm making my family buy me some merch at the concert. Yes. I might give me a jacket the full. <laughs> Listen, and I, 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 did, I, oh, I didn't see them, but I heard that they were really cute. I like the jackets them. Um, because mm -hmm. when I was listening to the read, when they they were talking about the 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 concert before this. Oh no, maybe it was this one. Maybe it was the concert before this. And are, are her jackets different every time? Yeah, it's always okay, new so merch and new. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. All right. Well, duh, Tariya, that was such a stupid question. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> but they were talking about how much they liked their jacket back then. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. I'm excited for you. You better oh, enjoy. I, I will. You know me. I will. I always do. So I will have me a time, okay? <laughs> like you always do. Okay? Planning my outfit <laughs> as we speak. A cowboy hat, boots, all that stuff. I was getting ready to say, where? Okay? I, I want to see. I, oh, I, I want pictures. I, I want you to wear cutoffs. With the boot, I want all of it. Mm -hmm. I might wear some assless chaps. You never know about me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you never know, y'all. <laughs> it's been Kendrick. That's been Taria. And we'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.